episode 47 of the Press Pass podcast presented by the Press Republican. With Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, Night Editor Ben Rowe, I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca. Joe, how are you? Joey Bats, doing good? Ben, how are you? Back from vacation. Yes, I am. Joey, Joey, you're rushing the intro a little bit here now. Why? I can't help but bring it up. <laughs> I, think I've been, I think I've been getting, I think I've just gotten a little bit faster and a little bit better at it. But I think you were going to yes. disclose some inside baseball disclose, here. disclose, yes, it's the fact that... Podcasting is hard sometimes. <laughs> this might not have been the first intro we've done for this episode. Which but is we want unusual. It. I know. I yeah, think this is the first. We've had a pretty clean record. We have. Yes. <laughs> but today has been a little bit of a struggle. I think it might be the summer heat getting to us a little bit. Yeah, combined with a little bit of technological difficulties. But looking at the audio levels now, everything looks very, very good. Yeah, Joe, did you just have like a bunch of crumbs all over you? No, just it was it? from this now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're a hot mess today, but that will make for a good episode. But yes, but um, mini golf. Yes. We, so so get we'll get back to what we were saying before we had to cut this whole thing. So I love what Michael Cashman tweeted out last week. Town supervisor Michael Cashman mm-hmm. of Plattsburgh. He tweeted out that he he might he hinted at potentially having a mini golf course come back to Plattsburgh, which we haven't had one since the one at Ponderosa shut down. What did they call the one at Ponderosa? Did oh, it have a name? I can't even remember. Um, it was great. It had tiers. Yeah. It had a couple mm-hmm. high rises. Yeah. Uh, it was very nice. Um, and they had um, the water bumper cars. Yes. As well. And go karts. And go karts. And go karts. Oh, was every, there was everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would. I, I just wanted to say to kind of kick off the pod because I thought it was just a great thing to talk about. Would love to see mini golf come back to Plattsburgh. I think it would be really cool. And hopefully, hopefully. I would like to see moving forward that actually become a reality. It's, you know, when you're driving through a new town or whatever and you see a mini golf just place when you're driving by, that adds so much character to a place. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like you look through yes, and you see the, all the, the decorations and all the people. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this is a town that has a mini golf place. <laughs> they this take mini golf seriously. <laughs> yeah. There's a place in Rochester down in Seabreeze near Lake Ontario that I grew up around. Okay. They have one of the, they claim, everybody claims, the oldest mini putt place in the country. <laughs> and on a weekend, Friday, Saturday night, there's a line down the street to get really? to play mini putt at that famous old mini putt course. Now, People old, like it. But is it, is the, is, does it look good? Is it a kind of cool Yes, it's, it's got, it's overgrown with ivy. And, yeah. Uh, uh, it's got old uh, relic, uh, uh, hazards and things mm-hmm. like that it's really cool looks like you're stepping back into the 1950s or something like that actually even beyond yeah do you, yeah do you recall how old they claim to be like oh obviously it's, it's it's at least 100 and, years old that's awesome uh, yeah. that is cool i yeah, always, they probably have the classic like windmill obstacle yeah <laughs> like, they it all. It's maybe awesome. the clown from happy gilmore yes <laughs> i was just gonna say michael cashman <laughs> uh the the place that he posted yeah that picture he was in lake placid at a place called birdies and boots Oh, okay. I don't know if I've heard of that. that <laughs> so that might be the one. There, I, if I remember right, there's Pirates Cove, and I, there, there's actually like another course right next to that. So maybe that's mm-hmm. the one like across could the street. Be competing. Um, yeah, competing golf courses literally across and the usually street. At a mini- but hey, you could play that one, then you could play 18 on the other side. <laughs> and usually at a mini putt place right next to it or on it is an ice cream stand. Yes. 
Yes, which so. is a very important thing. You know, it's like I think those two things go hand in hand. Summer activities. Yes. What is what is our take on on the scene in Happy Gilmore when uh, he's mini putting and uh, he like attacks the clown? You remember that scene from that movie? <laughs> Vaguely, yes. yes. You're gonna die, clown. <laughs> I love that. I love that movie. My thought is, go and take Rick and Arnold. To a mini golf place. Willsboro's Reagan Arnold, yes. Yes, and see how I, he does on the mini golf Yes, defend, two-time defending <laughs> Section 7 golf champion Reagan Arnold. I would. I will put my skills up against Reagan Arnold. I, <laughs> when I was 10 years old, Ben, I won a free soda by getting a hole-in-one. Yeah. Wow, look at you. I Actually, is the, geez, we got like sports champs that was driving with his um, little what, hockey hole. Oh, thing. yes. I, I did, did I tell that when story on the pod? When you're 10 years old, yeah. a free soda's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember getting a hole-in-one like when I was little on the course of here in Plattsburgh, and it was on the, uh, if people can recall, people who played that course, the one where it was like a total like downhill. It basically, you just had to tap your ball and it rolled all the way down. And it actually went in and everyone was like, oh, my God. And when you're little, it's like it's such a big deal. It's like, oh, my God, a hole in one. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was so cool. And the the thing that I always have wanted to do at a mini golf course, because I think it would be funny, is, you know, when you go, you pay, they give you a, you get, they give you a putter and they give you a ball. A colored ball. Uh, I would love to, like, go and they hand you the putter and be like, no need. I've brought my own. Like, take mine out of my golf. So I'd be like, I, I, I'm going to be using my putter today. <laughs> my, my pool cue. Yes, I think I think that would be. I think that would be. What fun, color ball would you choose? Always blue. Yeah, me I too. would always pick blue. Me too. See, I always pick the bright ones because yeah. then well, they're all in, they're all usually bright. Yes, but yeah. there are some are brighter than others. Yeah, and that, so that way, if your ball happens to go into a weird section that's hard to see, yeah, it's my ball. <laughs> I um I have a couple um from one of my recent golf outings. Uh, finding a couple different golf balls, I found a bright neon golf ball. Yep. Which is typical. It's just it's funny to find those because it's like how do people lose those? They're bright neon. How can you miss them? Um, but I found that, and I actually found a bright hot pink one as well. So I don't know if I'll be using that, but hot pink golf balls. Who would have known? There you go. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm looking this up now. Is that pour one out for Burlington's own or Vermont's own? Yeah, South Burlington's pizza putt. Yeah, Did pizza putt. Get a pizza Tremendous. Putt? Yes. yes. Okay. Have but you been to pizza putt before? I. You must have taken your daughters. Where is it? Again, it's in South Burlington, but I haven't been long enough to tell you exactly where it is. It's outside of like the, it's on the edge of the city. The the road the airport's on? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they have. Shelburne? No, not Shelburne. Uh, It might be in. Williston. Williston Road? Oh, Airport Parkway. Airport Parkway. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah. But is the pizza the, putt's awesome. The sad end to that story is I went to the website and I'd heard about this before. But when you go to the website, they say, um, "Thank you for all the memories." Pizza putt is officially closed. So really? It closed last year. Or it closed uh, shortly before the pa- actually before, oh, before the pandemic. The pandemic. Yes. Wow. Yeah, interesting. But well, it was let's, cool. let's hope Supervisor Cashman is successful in. Uh, I mean, there's luring plenty, a mini putt place to the town of Plattsburgh. I think there's plenty of locations that could. Put a mini golf, put a mini golf course. I think what honestly would kind of be a cool idea too. Wouldn't it be interesting and kind of an attractive, appealing thing if a local golf course also built a mini golf course, utilized some of their land? Hey, if you don't want to play, you know, normal golf, go play mini golf. Maybe drive the interest. It's a great way to attract young younger kids too. Yeah, it could be. Um, however, I think I mean it's, it's totally different. But most mini putt places are in. Um, 
central locations. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where there's a lot of commerce and activity. So Again, where you can yeah. like see it. And you can like, casually yeah. go and be, oh, hey, want to go play mini putt? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. There's also, a lot. Of, there's peak. a lot of land though. Yeah. Also, the best ones as a Ponderosa and Pizza Putt. You got to have food next to it too. So. Yes. <laughs> well, we said ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Ice cream is big, and obviously buffets. Buffets are always a hot. Uh, buffets are always a hot take. You know, that's always a good and thing. And mini putt is a great date. Oh, you want to take a, yeah. a date? You can there have. You oh, you can have that. It's it's like there's no tension. Like you can like oh Fun. yeah oh yeah. It's cute. It's like you can help out. Maybe you're like oh here you know this is how you, this is how you, you got to play a little bit better. She can help you. <laughs> exactly. Not or, to get not to get too uh, keep this PG here, but you know it's always a good that's a good that's always a good start. <laughs> Where's the, yeah, where's the the age of the mini golf date? I mean, it still honestly, it can be any, it can be any, t- <laughs> it can be any type of range. I think it's, I think it's a I great, think my I think wife when you're, I did go on a couple of mini yeah, golf I think when you're super young, I think that's a good thing because like when you're super young and maybe like your parents, like a super young date and your parents have to like go and like, you know, supervise that type of thing when you're little. That's a good thing to do. And then when you get older, you know, you can go. It's just a casual thing. Now, go grab a bite to eat after. Yeah, it's fun. Now, what about golf has been known to be frustrating? What yeah. about pitching a fit on the mini putt course? I think it would be. I think it would be really. I think it would be really funny. More <laughs> <laughs> of that par is so bad. Throw your club. <laughs> Triple bogey? Are you kidding me? That would be pretty. Just throw it into the pond or something. Well, I was gonna say is the fact that two things about pizza putt that I always liked. One, as Joe was pointing out, is that some of the best mini golf places they look as old as they are. <laughs> like yeah. pizza putt, like you had like ancient looking things, and I'm like, wow, this stuff has been around here since like the 70s or something like that. And number two, they had water hazards. And occasionally a few were a really ambitious kid and you like really slammed your ball home. <laughs> it would go into the water and then you look down and there are like dozens of golf balls <laughs> in there. Like, yeah. Whoa. So. That's always that's always a funny thing to do on like regular golf courses and look in areas where it's like a par three and there's a pond in front and not people all people's balls you can get. There's these things on Amazon, you can get them anywhere, ball retrievers, and you actually put the thing into the water and it snatches the ball and you can get like twenty golf balls for free as long as they're not waterlogged, you can keep using them. Okay. Never hit a waterlogged golf ball though. I made the mistake of doing that before. It does what not happens when you do that. It's just like Feels super like cement. Yeah, it's just like super. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, the <laughs> it's, physics it's, of golf balls. What about they pay like kids a quarter to jump in the water and yeah. save your golf oh, balls? Oh, there's yeah. guys that. I mean, there's uh, refurbished golf balls and stuff like that. Guys that go with scuba gear. Yeah. And, uh, uh, lakes and ponds. On you can make you can make like a decent. You can make a little decent amount of money off of that type of stuff. You sell it back to places or yeah. things like that. Oh, abs- absolutely. Yeah, it's it's fun. I think that would be fun though. I mean, if they could bring mini putt back to Plattsburgh in some area, I think it would be great. Off the top of your head, Joe, what would be a good location? Would you think? Um, well, anywhere up in the Route th- Three area. Yeah. I would think. Maybe where it used to be, almost. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's room up there. Tom Miller Road yep. has some spots. What do you think, Ben? How about right down on Cumberland Head? Right now we have the Crate Center. Next we have the Crate Mini Golf. That dog park out there used to be a mini park. That's true. Oh, really? You said that. Interesting. Interesting. Am I just like putting this in my mind? Did they not? Did they used to have mini putt at the Comfort Inn? Yes. Or they did. Yeah, that's what we, we were talking, talking about. about. Yeah, that was bootleggers. Oh, mm. oh that was bootleg. Okay, yeah, I just, back. I just didn't remember that. They had batting cages. 
Yes, mm-hmm. and then that was all like shut down at some point. Yeah. I don't think as a, I don't think as a kid I ever went. I ever went well, there. Now I forget if it's Champions Fun Zone or Plattsburgh Fun <laughs> City. This is, like, or... this is like your nightmare. <laughs> it's like you never can remember which one it is. <laughs> no, but but speaking of fun stuff on the water, there was yeah. some fun stuff um, this weekend. Lots of lots of stuff going on with the man. Big stuff. weekend for Lake Champlain. Yes. Cheers to Mr. Lake Champlain's Lake. Cheers to Lake Champlain. <laughs> well, cheers to where is it? I got to read that line. Um, is that um, the cheer was supposed to be cheers to water? <laughs> the Merriman Pro Angler Brian Schmidt had quite the soliloquy about. Lake Champlain. I am in love with it. You know how you can say you love something or you're in love with something? Well, I'm in love with Lake Champlain. Hey. <laughs> I saw it. Where was that? That was in Mackenzie's story. McKenzie story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, dude. That's cool. Hey, he likes Lake Champlain. <laughs> what a Chamber of Commerce moment. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> you could put that, the Chamber of Commerce could put that on, like, on a wooden plaque and be like, this is what Brian Schmidt said on this date right here. That's like, like when you're in third grade and you say, well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> <laughs> I would marry Lake Champlain. Yeah, he will marry Lake Champlain. No, super cool. I mean, you had the fishing tournament going on. You had the Mayor's Cup Regatta. You had all the different activities going on. Just yeah, uh, beautiful day. What do they call it? The land lubber activities and yep. stuff like that on the beach. You know, they had the volleyball tournament, cornhole. Was there any other stuff going there on that I'm music, forgetting? Um, yeah, kids uh, uh, stuff. Yep, um, whole bunch of things. Oh, it was, it wait, was there awesome. was cornhole. Yeah, yes, there, there was a cornhole tournament, which would which was kind of cool. Not to brag, but cornhole skills. Yeah, you got cornhole skills? Mm, yeah, that's good. That sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard Why don't you join us for curling in the winter? Cornhole is very different than curling. <laughs> what about cornhole in the winter on ice? Ooh. That would be quite something. Um, I think uh, I think it was a really good weekend, though, for everything going on. The Mayor's Cup Regatta was fantastic um, from everything I heard. Given the fact that they didn't have any Canadians, um, except for one who somehow made it. I think he was already down here. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have any Canadians enlisted in this year's regatta. And they more than doubled last year's like minimal total of just 13 um, I believe they had 29 this year, um, and without Canadians, that's a pretty respectable total. And uh, Bill Fastigi of uh, Winooski, Vermont, I believe, uh, or somewhere in Vermont, he ended up winning the Mayor's Cup this year. He he dethroned two-time champion Ed and John Trombley from Plattsburgh. Yes. Who actually drives Shell Dolan's boat? Perennial favorite. What's, yes. what's there? Isn't there a ship like Odin or something like that? That's Odin. The winners was Buffalo Theory. Yes. Yes. There were some good. There were some good <laughs> boat names this year too. Oh, yeah. um, and I was able to get some good pictures, hang out at the docks area. I always like going out of the docks. I always feel cool. Like you know, you say like, yeah, I took photos from the docks. <laughs> Did you wear the hat? The hat? No, I didn't. It was too hot out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What hat? They're like you know the typical like dock workers hat like the beanie. It's flipping. Me and me and Ben have like <laughs> joked about that. I have a like a North Face hat that's kind of like a what are they called like a skull cap type it's of thing. It's one of those, but like when you're yeah. down in like Boston and you're on yeah the docks like or whatever like a sea shanty and like you like roll the hat up and <laughs> oh. it kind of just covers a little bit of your head. We call that like the dock workers hat. You know, okay. got to work down on the docks. Be like the burly you know dock worker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, there it is, kind of. Yeah, like so. Yeah, just kind of imagine it only covers like the top of your head. It doesn't skull cap. Yeah, it doesn't go below your ears like that type yes. of thing. I have a North Face hat, and I jokingly did that one night late at work. It's like, doesn't it look like I work at the docks? And like Ben was like, you literally look like a dock worker right yeah. now. Um, it was in the heart of winter, but 
No, than, actually, yes. And the other thing is, it was hot last weekend. <laughs> it was super, yeah, it was super hot last weekend. But so no, no dark hat weather. But no. speaking of which, um, you posted a very interesting tweet, Joey. What's comparing that? the doldrums of 2020 oh, to the yeah. bright, shining I was going to say, remember the last year? Yes. You and I were out on the railroad tracks. Yes. It Hilar- was terrible. It was rainy. <laughs> hilarious hilarious, hilarious story. I don't know if you even... Do you know this story, Ben? Um, last year... So, I went to shoot the Mayor's Cup photos last year. I remember you doing that. I and, Joe was Okay, so Joe... I think you literally just texted me that day. It's like, hey... like, Because I think you went to the farmer's market earlier or something like that. Was it that? Remember. Oh, well, you, either way, you said like, hey, I'm like around... Like where where are you? And um, Joe came and like we were near the Terry Gordon bike path, mm-hmm. and I, that's where I was taking pictures because it was a pretty good vantage point from there. And I didn't bring an umbrella or anything. It's pouring rain. Joe like has the umbrella. He's like holding it over my head and our head, like our heads at the same time, so I could try and take photos. And talk about a spooky, dreary, dark day. Um, and that was 2020 in a nutshell. If you want to summarize how 2020 and 21 have been going so far, 2021 is not perfect. But the 2021 photo of the Mayor's Cup Regatta compared to the 2020 photo of the Mayor's Cup Regatta really shows the polar opposite. 2020 was gray, was dark, <laughs> this, this was cold. Yes. And but, then 2021 was bright and blue yeah. and shiny. But the like, like last year, the, the, like you said, the number of boats was way down. Oh, yeah. And they had to alter the course or yep. shorten the course. And I think where we were, we could literally see every single boat. Oh yeah, that was in that. <laughs> there race. were only thirteen out there. Yeah, there was only one. I forgot about this. There was actually only one boat in the whole cruising division. The guy won by default because he was the only one yeah. in, that whole, in that whole heat. So I would say kudos to the sailing club for keeping yeah. it going last year and just having something. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and it came back bigger and better. This year, thank goodness. Yeah. Although, from what I read in Joey's um, story, Mother Nature almost had a bit of a laugh at first when the, before yes, the race started. Yes, there was almost no wind at the start. And and Jell, who Jell Dolan, who is the regatta coordinator, he said we almost had to like postpone the race, but about 15 minutes before, like the wind actually started there to pick it up. Is. It was a whole thing in terms of sailing. Like I'm no expert when it comes to this type of stuff, but the wind was coming from the north, which doesn't usually happen on Lake Champlain. It usually comes from the south. And then, so right. they had to kind of account for that because it's kind of more variable. Then it was coming from the northeast, and there was no wind at all. And then all of a sudden, the wind picked up, like, right before the race. But you can't really have a sailing race if there's no wind. I'm sitting in my office the other night, patting away, and Joey yells in, uh, does Lake Champlain flow to the north? <laughs> oh, yes. Because I, no, like, I don't think so. <laughs> I, took a, I took a standalone photo up in Champlain the other day of a kayaker, and she was uh, pulling a tour behind her. And um, they were going like near the Champlain. No, what what was it? The Korean War of the Korean War Veterans Memorial Bridge up in Champlain. That's its technical name. Yes, it is. Yes. But I was I said, does it flow north in that area up the river? And, I, and, and we're so. like, no, I don't think so. But it was so confusing. lakes generally don't flow. <laughs> it was so confusing though, Joe, because like the problem was I was trying to figure out, okay, are they? Do I technically say they're going toward the Richelieu River? Or are they going into, like, where? what are they headed toward? Because I needed to say, like, what they were headed toward to give people an idea of where it was. Because I can't call it the Champlain Bridge because technically that's the one in Crown Point. It was a total mess. <laughs> well, if you call it the Korean War veteran. Yeah. Yes. Right. We didn't remember that was called that. Yes. We... Headed towards Fort Montgomery. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's a, yeah, okay, headed I like toward that. Canada. <laughs> headed toward Canada. Headed exactly. toward Canada, yeah. <laughs> headed north of the border. Um, but, yeah, so that was, that was actually a little bit amusing to say the least. But... By the way, Ben, you said 
you had a hot take today. Oh, I oh yes, yes. What um, was your hot take? My we my hot take got cut off. My big hot take. Yes. So earlier in an earlier draft of this episode, we were talking about French fries. <laughs> yes. And my hot take on French fries is I like steak fries. Do you Ooh. know what steak fries? Yeah, are? like the thick cut. Thick cut. Yes. Yeah. And everyone and everyone that I tell that to, they say, "Oh, those are those are potato wedges. Those aren't French fries." No, there's a difference. If potato they're... wedges are kind of more thicker, rounder. Whereas steak fries are like cut straight and that yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're almost like little potato like popsicles. <laughs> yes. Steak fries are good, but they got to be cooked really well. Yes. You can't be undercooked. No, no because then they're just some, soggy. Yes. You it's can almost have like some a weird, bad, limp <laughs> steak fries. It's almost like a weird baked potato at that point. Yes. Which baked potatoes are good, but if you're having steak fries, you don't want a baked potato. No. And then, is but everyone else is like, oh, I like small fries. No. No small fries. Big fries. You like hearty steak fries. Yes. Ben's a man's man. But actually, there was something. It was, well, yesterday was French Fry Day. Yes, it was. And National so, French Fry Day. And we were talking about the famous podcast from Malcolm Gladwell about the day McDonald's French fries died. The day the French fries died. Does mm-hmm. Joey know about this? I know the day the music died. I thought that was a similar thing. Well, yeah. It was in 1983. All the they changed the animal fat, right? Yes. 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 Okay. And they've never tasted the same since. That's what everybody says. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, oh, uh, those were some only really, one of the three of us that was the original. <laughs> I didn't go to McDonald's when I was 16, 17 years just old. Just get the fries. Just get fries. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I feel like a decent amount of people do that still, probably just to get something to nosh on. You know, a little salty. Like, get a, as I said before, Wendy's fries. I don't know if they put extra like salt in them or whatever, but mm. Wendy's fries are good. McDonald's yeah. is more than nostalgia and that kind of thing. What about, about Burger King? What do you think about Burger King? A lot King of people fries? like those. Yeah. Burger yeah. Burger King, you go and you get the chicken fries. I said <laughs> I said to Joe yesterday though, I said if I go to Burger King I get the onion rings. Because oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. And they have that sauce. I don't well, know. Although the idea of having fast food onion rings is uh I don't know. I think I think I think they're onion rings. If you're gonna have onion rings, you gotta go to a real place. The worst thing about onion rings, I I would agree with you on that. The worst thing about onion rings, though, is when you bite into one and like the whole freaking onion comes out, (laughs) and you're like, "Damn!" Yeah, I hate that. Burns the crap out of your face. Oh yeah, it's like, (laughs) but you're trying like, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, it's like scalding the top of your mouth. (laughs) It's the same thing with mozzarella sticks. Yeah, if all the cheese comes out. Yeah, gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah. But what were you gonna say? Um, Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Ooh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people love those fries. I do, too. Yes. And they give you a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a little heavy, too. That's yeah, they, but they pack a punch, though, too, in terms of how much they give you. They sure do. Yeah. And, and that's you, the other thing is the fact that, yeah, you don't want to load up on um, on fries and then not have enough room for your, your burger. I still, like, after our conversation yesterday about Five Guys, I really have had been having a craving for a Five Guys milkshake. It's tough. It's, it's tough. I'm trying to, like, I've said this on the pod, like, I'm trying to eat healthier and stuff like that. And, like, you have to, like, really choose the cheap meals properly. I just don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. I will say, though, last night I had some Stewart's uh, chocolate uh, chocolate chip mint ice mean? cream. Oh, I love that. Wait, that, like on a cone? No, just it, uh, it was it was in like a, I got like a pint type of thing, brought it home. Oh, but after oh, you so have good. that cheat meal, you know what you can do? You can go on a bike ride. Yes. And the city has been Oh, what itself. a beautiful transition. Yeah. What a beautiful transition. To be like a, a more pro. bike friendly city. Yes, tell us about this. 
Well, I will say it's the fact that as long as the bikers keep to their end of the street, then I'll be fine with it. But although I suppose it's the fact that, you know, I'm um, having more accessible ways to get around the city via bike, um, having more accessible bike racks, that kind of thing. But it's the fact that I assume of the three of us, that I am the only one who does not know how to ride a bicycle. You don't know how to ride a bike? Nope. Oh. Did you ever learn? Um, I think my mom took me. I fell off my bike. I made a fit. She was like, nope, 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 we're done. You didn't have training wheels? Um, not that time, nope. Oh, okay. You got to start with training wheels. That's kind of the key. true. You know how to ride a bike, I assume, uh, right, yes. Joe? Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe's a city kid. You got to ride a bike back then. Oh, I love Yeah, I, I rode my ri- bike everywhere when I was a kid. Yes. I loved riding. I loved riding bikes. I haven't rode one in a while, but, you know, once you learn how to ride a bike, as, you say, as they say, you know, you're good to go. Um. What do you think is more like of a healthy like? Is it what do you think is better like running and walking or bike riding? I don't know what would actually be better. It, from what I've heard, if you bike ride up hills, is really good. Oh yeah, the resistance. It, it's a personal preference. Yeah. Um, do you my, think you get a good amount of like exercise out of both type of? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you go on a serious bike ride, you it crushes you. Yeah. My wife and daughter do it uh, they, quite they, often. Yeah. Uh, they'll they'll go 35, 40 miles. Um, it's a very vigorous workout. Yeah. When you watch, if you watch the Tour de France, <laughs> these yeah. guys are suffering. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally I, suffering. I can't imagine what their legs feel like by the end of just each stage, it's let alone. Can you imagine, like, you start off, you're, like, feeling good, like, at the first stage. Like, imagine when you get to, what, like, stage 13 or whatever. Ugh. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Just to, just to know, like, to start start and stop, because that's what they have to do. It's not like one day, that's it. It's like day after day after day. Days, I think. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, Does Joe know the internet concept of cursed images? Like, if you say, so if you say hey, well, look at this cursed photo. It's like, essentially, no, it's... I don't even know what that means. It's, it's essentially, it's images that they're, like, kind of so weird that it's like, whoa, this goes beyond, like, the pale. Huh. And one of those that I pulled up was Tour de France legs. And it's the, the way that the people's legs look after they finish. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, for people who are listening... Is that real? It is. For people who are listening, just imagine, like, every single vein in your leg popping out. It's like a road map. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It, look, it does look like a road map. Is that cyclist Powell Poljanski had cycled 1,758 1, miles in the previous 18 days. Wow. And he snare, he shared the snap on his Instagram page after completing the 16th stage of the race. After 16 stages, I think my legs look a little tired, he noted dryly. <laughs> I, think so, my, yeah, I think my legs would look like that after about a half mile. <laughs> Maybe like one stage, I should say. We so that us- answers your question. Biking is a strenuous exercise. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that definitely is without we a We show this picture to people say, this is what your legs look like after one order of McDonald's fries. Do you think I've always... No. I've, <laughs> I've always... I, we've had a conversation about this. And the more I've observed, uh, when I'm like walking or running on the bike path, the Terry Gordon bike path, I don't think people who are biking, I don't think they judge people who walk on it. It's a bike path, but I don't think anybody is oh, like, no. I think tons tons of people people walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always kind of, like when I first started like kind of utilizing that to walk or run, I thought to myself, are people going to judge me if I'm like not on no, a bike? No, no. But I didn't think so. I'm more worried about somebody coming up behind me when I don't notice. And <laughs> I the, the one thing that is kind of funny is like just typically no matter, like when you're supposed to be a pedestrian, you're supposed to walk 
with traffic coming at you so you can mm-hmm. see it and they can see you yes. rather than from behind. But when you're on the bike path, it seems like everybody walks like in the way, even if you're, whether you're walking or riding a bike, you walk on, you're on the same side you would be if you were like driving on a road. Because I've never had like a scenario where like if somebody's biking and they come up behind me, they just kind of go around. Because I feel like if you're walking on the other side, you're going to like come in front with other people at the same time. It just gets awkward. There's a lot of like weird, like little like people's people things I don't know what to call it, like inter- well, interacting with people and stuff. Make, it's always weird. lanes in the bike. Yeah, at the beginning yeah. <laughs> of the bike path, have a sign um, explaining people, the And that's lane. what it's like. There, So it's not the Terry Gordon path, but the one that kind of like goes past the oval. It starts by um, Pine Harbor um, on Route 9, right after you pass Claire and Carl's. On so, the main road. Yeah, on the side on, yeah. the, on the sidewalk. There's like a bike air lane yes. and then like a runners and walkers lane yeah, too. That, that's actually, they consider that an extension of the Terry Gordon path. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And I use that sometimes, too. Just always stay to the right. Always stay to the right. Doubt. Then I won't get hurt. Yes. It's w- right when you're on the right. Yes. If it's right, it's right. I like that. I did I remember, like though, is that I do have to make a call out. What's that? that? In the PR polls, the widest margin that I've seen, perhaps, in the PR polls so far is 94.2 to 5.8. <laughs> what was the question? Is Did you participate in any Mayor's Cup events in Plattsburgh over the weekend? And 94.2% of people said no. <laughs> really? Wow. So, come on, people. That's as a we, misnomer. As we were just saying, there's there, a lot. There were a lot of people. Like, we're not we're not trying to, like... The beach had quite a good We're not crowd. trying to put lipstick mm. on a pig here. Like, the Mayor's Cup had a oh, lot. Oh, no. Of, I'm not either. Of, I'm just saying more people that said no should get out and... Yeah. Check it out. Get out and enjoy. Get Again, as, enjoy as they always advertise, there's lots of, as you said, Joey, what's the landlubber or something. Yeah. I things. love that word, by the way. <laughs> I didn't see that until Mackenzie, I think, used it in a story. And I was like, I love that word. I want to use that. Proudly landlubber. So when I was taking photos of the Mayor's Cup, was I a landlubber? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, so that's awesome. On land. I'm gonna add that to my. I'm gonna add that to my Twitter profile bio. Landlubber, landlubber. <laughs> sports editor, paginator, photographer, landlubber. River pigs fan. Casual river pigs fan. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I wanted to mention too. Funny story. Um, we're we're recapping something that happened. So last weekend, Jessica Collins, who has been working with us. Um, in the sports department, she wrote a column about the upcoming UFC fight over the weekend between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, I believe is the name. And it was supposed to be this gigantic fight. And Jess was like trying to teach me a little bit about like different things. I'm not a big MMA wrestler type of fan or anything like that. Like that's just not something that I've ever gotten interested in. I respect it. It's a hell of a sport. Um, but she was telling me like, oh yeah, this is a huge card. There's so many different fights and whatnot. And the biggest fight was the McGregor Poirier fight because it was the third time they were fighting. Both had won once. She writes this beautiful column. Like if you haven't watched it before, you should watch it now. What ends up happening? Conor McGregor breaks his ankle in the first round. Yeah. And that was it. And that was the end of the... I didn't hear that. I heard the hype around it, but I didn't hear that. Yeah, and that was the end of the fight. Unfortunate. <laughs> and, and Jess was in yesterday working on some stuff. And I said, wow, that really turned into one great fight. And she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she couldn't have known that. But I just thought to myself, imagine that, all that buildup. Imagine when you go to an event like that. You're like, oh, great. This is going to be like a 10-round type of so thing. So does that mean he lost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He lost by, I don't know what the technical term is. But I think I think it said lost by doctor's decision or ah. something like that. 
So because the I doctor is not, fight. yeah, the doctor so is not. So how does that affect Vegas? I mean, it's a loss. It's a, it's, it's just the way he lost. Ooh. Whether it be like by knockout or pin or however they call muddy. it. Yeah. In the MMA, they had some interesting fans at that. Trump was at that. Oh, oh I did, I did see that. Yeah, Trump, I saw videos Trump of, was at that. And Mel Gibson was at yeah, it. Yeah, Mel Gibson like saluted Trump and yes. it like <laughs> created a bunch of stir. But you know, I Courtney Kardashian was there. What a great combo! Kardashians and Trumps. That's always a good. I, I, Where was it? Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. I have always liked the fact that I always figured that kind of stuff would fade out in this generation, but no, they're still healthy. As you know, as you were saying, um, with um, dressing her column, that yeah. kind of thing is the fact there's still a healthy um, respect for it nowadays. So it I is, think Conor McGregor is like the most well-known one, but it's it's fighting. Yeah. People always like fighting. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, exactly. It's not boxing either. This is like more like grab them, rock them, sock them, robots type of thing. I don't yeah. know how to call it. I, I did watch like a little bit of the highlights. I mean, it didn't take long to watch the highlights. It was only one round. Um, <laughs> but like the build up to the fights are like one thing too. I mean, and the funniest thing was McGregor has his ankle broken and he's sitting on he's just sitting on the yeah. floor afterward and he literally does an interview with a broken ankle just sitting on the floor and Joe Rogan goes over and starts inter- <laughs> starts interviewing him on the floor he's like no no we can talk now and I'm like oh my god this is so funny like just talk about like it's it's like not funny but like if you look at it it's like the insanity of like what happened was comical like McGregor's just on the and he's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna fight him again it's like dude you just broke your ankle like you're not gonna be fighting for a while he's not exactly a youngster anymore no he's really in terms of and this won't be like this won't become the ufc podcast here but he's (laughs) kind of from what i've kind of observed he's kind of becoming like what mike tyson was for boxing he's he's because yeah he's becoming like that polarizing guy though mike Mm -hmm. i mean look at what happened recently with mike tyson's fight with uh, i can't remember who he fought bust no no, it wasn't buster douglas um but that's who he that's who he fought at one point i can't remember who that like little uh champion like that little uh exhibition fight was recently that mike tyson was in but when you have conor mcgregor he's like he was the enemy and then people kind of like him now a little bit more. That's mm-hmm. what Mike Tyson was. People hated him mm-hmm. when he was younger. And now he's like this glorified thing. You know, obviously the whole jail thing, uh, all of this other stuff going mm-hmm. on. But I think that's kind of what McGregor's turning into for the UFC specifically. People should watch Mike Tyson Adventures. That's a funny show. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> where, yes. He, where he solves... Funny mysteries with his mystery crew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what else is going on? Anything else that we need to talk about? Um, well, for this podcast, um, I think we've covered everything relevant for now. Yeah. Obviously, we had big news uh, recently. In well, the- yes, is that we... Unfortunately, the news this week has been somewhat um, depressing. With yeah. With the murder case and that kind of thing, so... Is that as far as um, happy things, there's, you know, um, again, the Mayor's Cup and stuff that's booing us. But then also is that um, one thing that I thought was interesting was the airport vaccine site closing. I, or too close. Okay, so it's funny that that happened because just last week I was driving by there because I was going to the barracks to golf. And I thought to myself, wow, it's crazy. Like just a couple months later, it's like a ghost town. Which is typically yeah. which is t- that area typically is uh, pretty much everybody who's eligible who wanted to get a vaccine has yeah. gotten one in this area and which yes which I is think the logic they of it. had um, 
high points of a thousand a day at some yeah. point, and a little one hundred four thousand total, I think, were Which vaccinated at that site. Pretty good. That's well, it was good because uh, they had one in Potsdam, yeah, and this one, and there was a couple other around There's one across around the state, Albany, and stuff like that. And no, there wasn't. No, there was four of them. I think four major ones. Yes, was yeah, it more south? Joe people Ma- could drive because Joe Mahoney had to drive. <laughs> yeah, and people drove oh, yeah. from all over the state to come here. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they they could have put it in Glens Falls. Yeah, and but we're lucky. We mm-hmm. we got it here. That is kind of mm-hmm. that is kind of convenient that they were able to do that. Um. I read that story, and the thing that stuck out the most was they said closing the site will not impact continuing local mm-hmm. um, vaccination initiatives no. and stuff. You can still do get you think, walk-up appointments. Do you think that is true, though? Do you, yeah. do you think that won't compromise matters at this point? No. Because, well, of, as Joe because, was because saying, a lot of people are already vaccinated. If you want a shot, you can go to a pharmacy, you can go to the health department. Yes. Uh, so we're at, the point, we're at the point now where you can pretty much just be like, hi, I would like a shot. Yes. Okay, that's that's a good thing. Yes. And as people have said, um, is the fact that both locally and nationally, we've gotten to the point where where the situation has changed from needing a mallet to needing a more precise, targeted, you know, um, yeah. output. So, which um, will be interesting. Like we were Ben and I, like had a, just a brief conversation the other day about the variants and everything like that. And it will be interesting to see what happens with booster shots now. Yes. And, um, I'll be interested to see if there's a booster shot or it's just combined with the flu shot. Maybe I don't know what's well, going to happen. Today's editorial. In the press, I know that's why I wanted to bring alluded it up. To, we're not out of the woods yet, and we've said this many times before. Yep. Um, we are still in this fight. Uh, we got a ways to go, and please, if everybody who isn't vaccinated or who's hesitant about it, I think the, the the data, the science are behind it. It's okay. Get your shot. Um, it will help. Yeah. Um, it's better than dying of COVID. Oh, absolutely. And my my main takeaways is, and this is me saying this, this is just my opinion, and look at what the vaccine, look at what the plus side of the vaccine can do. Gives you security. You can be around, you know, your loved ones with maybe not as much concern as you would be if you were not vaccinated. You're going, we're going to get to a point, I would think, where people will basically be told, no, you can't come to certain areas or different things like that if you're not vaccinated. Um, and I, I just think at the end of the day, for myself, from my personal experience, it was the first shot was no big deal. And the second shot, I just had a little bit of symptoms for about a day, a little bit of a fever, didn't feel too great. And then after that, it was totally fine. And here we are now, all vaccinated, and we feel and have to feel pretty good about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the main way to look at it. Take, and my other thing is, take politics out of it. Don't politicize COVID vaccines. That's the Mm -hmm. dumbest thing you could possibly do. And I think that's the problem. Because it got caught up in the election cycle. Mm -hmm. And we're still recovering from that. But things are rolling along. And again, I think the COVID site closure vaccine site is a good step in the right direction. So Yeah, absolutely. But on that note, I think this was a good podcast. For the third try. Yes. <laughs> Take a little time to wrap up, but once it get going, it's good. Nobody, nobody needed to know about it, but Ben brought it up right away, so people can now know we, we, we wanted to just give the we best product hard, possible. Yes. That's what we wanted to do. But on that note, well, you can listen to this podcast on PressRepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find this podcast on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages. And on that note, Joe, you can sign us off.
thanks again, everyone, for listening and for your support. A little tease here in the next any Ooh. day now in the Ooh. Press Republican, we will have a fascinating story, and it may involve a legendary sea monster. Really? So stay tuned for that. So Interesting. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we wish everybody a little weak side help. Yeah.